Welcome to the Customer Connection Podcast, where we look at leading practices, lessons learned, tools, techniques, and procedures designed to guide and help you with the implementation and adoption of the ServiceNow platform. Led by customer experience expert and director of customer workflows, Jerry Campbell. Co-hosted by portfolio managers, Gareth Millwood and Nick DeBaca. We're building customer connections. Thanks for joining us at Customer Connection, where we help you get your ServiceNow projects going in the right direction fast. Joining us today is Victor Chan. Victor is currently a product success architect here at ServiceNow, supporting our customer and industry workflows business unit. This is a relatively new role for Victor. Prior to joining our product success team, Victor was our product management director, known for leading some of our most ambitious projects, including pioneering the development of our first customer service management agent workspace, as well as architecting a robust omni-channel architecture to support all customer engagement channels in a consistent and scalable manner. His innovations here at ServiceNow and previously at Oracle and Siemens have resulted in nine issued patents with six more pending. Victor credits his innovations to his desire to help businesses craft ever more delightful user experiences. Whether it's designing a modern, intuitive and efficient agent workspace or a more convenient and effortless customer journey, Victor enjoys pushing the envelope by applying UX design best practices and leveraging the latest technology has to offer. With his move into product success, Victor is now bringing his deep industry experience to our customers to help them craft their own signature user experiences. With his Asian roots, American upbringing, a two-year stint working in Germany, and his home in the culturally rich San Francisco Bay Area, Victor especially cherishes cultural diversity and enjoys working with colleagues and customers around the globe. Thanks for joining us, Victor. Good morning, Gareth. Thanks for having me. Hey, Victor, thank you, sir, for joining us again. We're just going to go over a couple of rules of engagement before we start this, kick this thing off. And here at the Customer Connections, we like to keep it simple, right? We like to understand and let our listeners listen and understand without trying to break through our jargon, industry jargon, our acronym. So to help us keep that, we will keep count of the jargon that goes down here today. Uh, anytime you uh, use a jargon. At the end of the show, we'll tabulate the jargon or the acronyms that you used. And uh, then we will have a donation jar at the end and we will tabulate that and give that to you. So are you good with that? Oh yeah. I better have a big wad of dollar bills ready. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So awesome. So let, let's go ahead and kick this off, Victor. Uh, again, thank you for joining us. Can you tell me like when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? And who influenced you the most when it comes to how you approach work today? See, when I was a kid, as far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be an architect because uh, we have several architects in the family, aunts and uncles. I loved watching them work, you know, turning just vague ideas into concepts, blueprints, drawings. But I think it was around high school I discovered I didn't have the artistic chops to be an architect. Yeah. So I pursued computer science and, you know, as fate would have it, I ended up being a software architect, you know, where you get to execute uh, your vision, your creativity, even without the artistic chops. So I, I think that, that would, you know, life has a way of working out that way. In terms of what influences yeah, how I work, there's a Buddhist monk in uh, Australia. 
I listen to his streaming videos every week when he gives his Dhamma talks. And in the fast-paced environment that we work in, you know, what I pick up is just ignore the noise, be present, get into flow state, and then let the ideas flow. And if you're working with problems, don't take them too seriously. Don't let them stress them out. Kind of embrace them, even learn to love the problem. And then again, you know, the solutions will come to you. So it might be kind of a non-conventional answer, but this Buddhist monk has been helping me a lot in my career. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know, the brief time we worked together, I can tell the monk has influence on you. You're, you're very thought-provoking. And when you answer, you you answer with great intent and purpose. So let's go ahead and jump into this. And uh, as a product success architect, with your level of industry experience, how are you delivering and driving value for ServiceNow customers? So I'm relatively new in the role, as Gareth said in the intro, but some great advice I got from my colleagues in product success who've, who have far more experience than I do. One of them told me, if you're successful in your role, you become a trusted advisor for your customer and you become kind of a virtual extension of their team. That really resonated with me. So the value that I bring to our customers is that trusted advisor, being part of their team, figuring out what they need. And one area, just given my background in user experience, experience design, it's an area where I often find myself just gravitating towards and an area where you know, I feel I can deliver the most value to my customers. But as an architect, any question is fair game. They can ask me to help on anything. And I try to bring to them that broader perspective, the issues that they see for the first time, I may have seen dozens of times, or I may be able to tap into my network and find people who've seen those issues dozens of times and give them good advice on the best path forward. One other thing that I do is I try to write you know, help my team produce best practices, white papers to spread the knowledge, make it kind of a self-serve thing as well. Yeah, that's very interesting. You talk about helping and getting it designed for your customers. You said something there about experience design. And so as we dive in that, can you dig a little bit deeper and tell us a little bit more about that experience design? Oh, wow. Now you're going to really get me going. <laughs> it's really a passion of mine. I think for this audience, if there is one takeaway from this podcast, I, I hope I can impress upon you the importance of experience design. As an implementer, whether you're an architect or a consultant, experience design needs to be part of your language. And if you're able to bring that to the team, you're going to add a lot of value. What do I mean by experience design? It's just recognizing that good design doesn't happen by accident. So how do you craft the user experiences that you're building? And if you look at our product, right, if three, four years ago, if you were primarily implementing lists and forms and maybe occasionally a portal page, now you're talking about the portal, mobile experience with mobile apps, workspace experience that is highly configurable and modern virtual agent and chatbot experiences. Those are all experiences. Those are the obvious ones, right? And then you have things that are a little bit more abstract, like our workflows 
user experiences. Users definitely can tell a, a good, efficient, streamlined workflow versus one that just is non-intuitive. You struggle following, you know, executing the workflow. It just requires too many clicks. So absolutely, it's, it's an experience that you have to be thoughtful about crafting. And when you take on new features like playbooks, you're crafting experiences. So be thoughtful about that. So that's the importance of experience design. And it, it doesn't just impact the designer. If you think about, I've been sitting in a lot of working meetings with customers and they're doing a great job assembling a team of stakeholders, right? Gathering the requirements. But what often happens is you get this design by committee kind of thing. And the product backlog, the user story backlog grows to be a mile long. So how do you decide what to prioritize? Experience design can help you with that. If you do user journey mapping and you're able to identify those moments that matter, whether it's relieving a huge pain point or adding delighter into the experience, those are things to prioritize, right? If you really understand how the user works and what are the tasks that they do every day or on every customer interaction, absolutely streamline those, cut out every click that you can, make it as intuitive as possible. So those are all key things that go beyond the technology, right? As implementation practitioners, if we're able to operate at that level, then we really can bring a lot of value to our customers. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, Garrett, do you have some questions for Victor? The experience design thing sounds really useful. What's the biggest challenge you found with trying to use it with real customers in real projects? And could you recommend yeah. any ways to overcome it? Yeah, great question. It is kind of a mindset thing. So one of the challenges, depending on the customer, right? And depending on our implementation partner, it really runs the whole gamut from partners who've seen this as a emerging trend and they've actually hired on UX design experts or even made acquisitions to enrich their skill set. And then there are those partners who, you know, when I talk to them, like, where's your UX design expert? And they say, ah, you know, we don't have enough billable hours to hire, needing a UX designer to hire a UX designer. And so the work is left to, you know, somebody who isn't skilled in the art. So that's part of the challenge is having partners and customers who have drank the Kool-Aid and believe in experience design. But it's one of those things that I find like once you've experienced it, once you've gone through a journey mapping session and you, and you see the value that brings, or once you've gone through a, a project where you baked in a, a solid discovery phase, really understand what the customer is trying to do, how they work and how to craft those great experiences for the customer. You can't forget that. Once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. These are techniques. Once you've learned, you can't unlearn it. It just becomes part of your mindset. So some tools, references, I think any books, videos that you can find on design thinking, on user experience, design are great. Here at ServiceNow, we're also beginning to focus on things like this. For example, I think it was around end of last year, we published a... Uh, best practices white paper on agent workspace. A lot of our customers are asking us, like, you're giving us this great technology. Where do we start? And in there, there's actually a chapter called uh, top 10 best practices for agent workspace. And baked into that is a lot of practical advice 
that are related to experience design, involving your end users, doing the analysis to a very thoughtful design, and then engaging those end users throughout your development cycle, your implementation cycle, to make sure that you're going to hit the mark when you deliver, when you have that final UAT or user acceptance testing. Sorry, that might be a jargon. <laughs> so be on the lookout for those types of resources from us as well. And where can we find those resources? Can you tell our customers where to go? It's in Now Create. You, you can go to Now Create, look for those assets. A couple that I, I worked on directly, one is on Agent Workspace, another one is on Advanced Work Assignment, and there's more coming. Yeah, awesome. Well, Victor, you come with a, a wealth of knowledge and really appreciate you sharing with our audience your wealth of knowledge here. But before we go, like I said, there's some final questions, but we do have a jargon rundown and you caught yourself on one at the end. But I think uh, our, our co-producer, Nick, has got a couple more for you. Uh -oh. So, Nick, can you run down those for us? Victor, it was too many to count. I'm just kidding. But... No, we caught you on six. You said UX twice. You caught UAT. There were a couple others sprinkled in there. I don't think we're going to revisit them all, but you had some great insightful answers. So I think six may be the number to beat with all our future guests. <laughs> all right. That's not too bad. <laughs> thank you. That's not too bad. So yeah, it's, it's so awesome, Victor. Again, thank you for you know joining us here. But before we go, what's the one piece of advice you could share with our listeners and uh how can the listeners reach out and contact you? Yeah, well, the best way to contact me is through LinkedIn. Uh, you can easily find me, you know, searching for Victor Chan. And, you know, I'm working at ServiceNow, so you, you should have no problem finding me. In terms of one word of advice, one thing that I've seen a lot is with all the great tooling that ServiceNow is providing, we still see customers or implementation partners who kind of want to kick the tires and they want to just do a what's called lift and shift, right? Take what you already are using and re-implement it on ServiceNow. And I often see that and I cringe and I think, wow, what a missed opportunity, right? You have the opportunity to leverage the latest and greatest technologies to reimagine the experiences that you can deliver and you're passing up on that. And oftentimes, you know, if you if you disappoint your users in the first pass, you don't get another opportunity. So, you know, my advice would be to always aim to delight your users in the first pass. It doesn't mean you have to boil the ocean and do a lot. It's being thoughtful about what you do, implementing things, prioritizing things that really matter to your users. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great advice, Victor. Man. And I think, again, as we've talked about, we started off you talking about your experience design and um, and then that last statement really shows that you have a, a passion for the customer and delivering and wowing customers. So thank you, sir, for joining us today. And uh, you have a great day. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining the Customer Connection Podcast, where we share insights from the biggest ServiceNow influencers. Please join us for our next episode when we will build more customer connections.